This episode of the CZ Media Podcast is brought to you by Rancho Bravo Tacos. They have two convenient locations, Capitol Hill and Wallingford. I love going to Capitol Hill. I'll go order my food, whether it be tacos, burritos, or tamal. I love their tamales. They're fantastic. And then I'll go sit on the patio, enjoy my meal, and then wait for something interesting to happen. And given that it's Capitol Hill, something interesting always happens. If you don't have time to go to either location, you can always order through your favorite food ordering app, Uber Eats, Caviar, or Chow Now. They make it really easy to get all of your favorite items. So next time you're craving some delicious Mexican food, stop in or order. You'll be glad you did. It is show number 70. 70. 70. It's taken, uh, it's actually, it seems to have gone by rather quickly. Hmm. Time flies. I wish I, wish I had uh, recorded a few more shows in the past month or so, but it's hard to get people to come in. Well, <laughs> not like there's a global <laughs> pandemic or something going on. I guess something's happening with the virus. Yeah. I guess. Have you heard about this? Social distancing. We're practicing safety, my friend. What is this? What is social distancing? It means that you don't visit people and you don't go out except for necessities like groceries. And you stay six feet apart as much as you can. The governor. Yeah. What does he know? Well, he personally doesn't know. He's taking the recommendation of health authorities i guess but yeah yay washington though yeah like today is a good day for washington because we're the leader in flattening the curve as they say are they are we i think so mm, i haven't don't read this quote article me yet. exactly on that but we're doing well so they anticipate that shortly we will have less cases here because we're because <laughs> we naturally social social distance yeah. here in Seattle. Because we really don't want to go. Seattle freeze and all. Yeah. Although today is a exception because it's a beautiful day here in Seattle. But often it is not a beautiful day here in Seattle. So it's a lot easier to quarantine. Yeah. I think we're on day number 20. Well, by the time this comes out, four or five. Wow. 20. Do you have little tick marks up on the wall somewhere? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> 
we do have a chalk wall in our dining we room. Should, we should we should have done that from the start. Actually, I'm surprised that you don't have tick marks running. Yeah. No. Well, because you know, I got stuff to do. I yeah. still got stuff to do, regardless. Yeah. I've. Uh, how have you been keeping yourself busy? Working. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I. I'm frustrated. I said this on my podcast, so I'm frustrated that people seem to think that just because you're staying home, there's all this free time. And yes, fair enough. Shout out to all of you who actually are unemployed right now. And that sucks. And I feel you. And I'm very sorry that that's happening. But for those of us who are remote working, who are not normally remote workers, this is a big change and it's a big deal. But you like it. Well, like isn't exactly the word I would use to describe it. I don't hate it. It's just very different, and it's taken me a while to get used to it oh. and to get a lot into of people, a routine. Yeah, a lot of people. I mean, it's so cool to say, "Oh, I work from home." Is it? <clears throat> well, I mean, it it has this panache to it. <laughs> okay. Well, the the reason I'm saying that is because uh, prior to my current freelancing uh gigs i worked from home for a very very long time yeah so like i it's been years in year eight years i want to say 10 years since i've actually had to go into a place um every day uh but it has its uh it has its pitfalls it's not great i like it and I thought I was, I mean, my time management was well, hmm. and I could get my stuff done. But it was a learned. Yeah. It was a learned process, and that's something that you learn in two months. Right. Like, it it, it, it takes a while. So I'm curious as to all of these people who, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing here that my prediction is that all of these people who are working from home that normally don't work from home, but then as soon as this all blows over and are either, are, either called back into the office, they're going to be, ugh, I have to go back to work. (laughs) Or that are going to be, uh, that are going to stay at at home positions, they're going to be, their performance might suffer. Because it take it'll, I mean, and and then if they have the right personality and the right time management skills, then they'll be fine. But if you don't, then your performance is going to suffer and then what's going to happen six months later when these people get called on their lack of production mm. from working from home? Like I'm, I'm predicting all of these. I'm predicting a tidal wave of new complaints mm. six months after all of this is over. Just uh, similarly to uh, pet shelters being inundated with cats and dogs <laughs> that right. aren't wanted anymore because <laughs> right. the people did not only did people do a run on toilet paper they went and did a run on adopting animals <laughs> they're like hey i'm home yeah. i can have a pet now i can have a pet <laughs> but i mean yeah a little let's think about this all right so the uh, i'm uh, it has to be I'm, I'm i'm bold enough to do this prediction that a bunch of these pets are just going to go back home Maybe. Hopefully, these people adopted pets that were already neutered and oh, like yeah. gotten their stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it's go- it's gonna happen because responsible people responsible pet owning I mean, people. I mean, it takes. My, 
most people don't think a couple steps ahead. Yeah. Well, you know, I've read a lot of articles about military families, and I think this is going to give a lot of us more empathy for that because that's very much their life is like disruptions and they have to keep changing their normal. Yeah. And so that's what I'm worried about is like just as soon as we settle into a new normal, then we're going to go back to our old normal and then it's going to be a whole new change and so you don't want things to go i mean what i don't even know what that means well i mean just i'm talking about i'm being super petty right now but like just stuff like me working here from home i don't have a commute so i'm well not only am i here all the time but i also am done working earlier because i mean well i'm done i'm here at home earlier right. as opposed <laughs> you just to gave commuting. yourself away there <laughs> well no that's actually it's not i work my normal hours no you have but i and i've tried every day to commute leave you. i've tried every day to give you your space but today i was pretty bad well but that's my point Admittedly. i'm getting not i haven't gotten to my point yet okay, but my point ahead. is i like i have time to plan for dinner so like i have i when I take a lunch break, I make sure I have dinner out or thawing or prepping. And so, like, I make dinner. So, like, even just something as simple as that. Like, when I go back to coming home at 6 or 7 o'clock at night, I'm not going to want to cook dinner. And well, I, I'm I mean, not going to. I'm going to splash a little bit of reality on you. I do that 75% of the time well, anyway. Well, right, because that's our normal normal. But that's what I'm saying. We so get settled you, into our new normal. Of of the shift going to you? Yeah. Eh, I'm not worried about that. All right. You're going to be okay with coming home and going back to s- 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 the majority of the time me doing that. All right. <laughs> oh, Is that a, child a cat scream. outside or a child? <laughs> a child? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's our property manager. Wow, kid. we have headphones on and we still heard that really We're in the loudly. studio in a <laughs> semi-soundproof <crazy>. room. <laughs> and this child was just oh my gosh. screaming at the top of the I thought that was a cat for a second. I thought there was a no. cat. All right, so that's enough talk of this because yes. oh, you get so much. I the other heard. day I was wa- I, uh, maybe for a total of 30 minutes I've had regular TV on the past few days weeks maybe after my lunch break (laughs) yeah now normally i want nothing to do with the regular tv but the few minutes that regular tv was on it was lester holt saying tonight we have a special report on corona i was like no Ah. kidding (laughs) like what else are you gonna talk about you dummies (laughs) so um today's show i'm going to do i'm going to keep on doing what i did on the last show is just tell you what i've been watching on youtube and this time I picked. Well, and this time, okay. So Netflix. last time you got irritated with me because I said you didn't introduce me, and I said it too soon, and you said I'm getting there. But now you're jumping into the show, and you still well, haven't. People introduced know you me. already. Well, from my show, <laughs> not from your so, show. So, uh, wife is uh, nice enough to do a show with me because we do need to keep these shows going, and she can uh, she can attest to things that I've been watching because she has to watch it also. <laughs> that's true. so wife thank you for being on you're welcome but so, you still didn't say it right <laughs> you're supposed to say i'm here with wife i'm here with wife <laughs> that's me <laughs> thank you how hard is that i need a soundboard <laughs> i need to work on my soundboard like you literally have a well i almost said whiteboard but it's actually black but a blackboard implies it would be chalk so i don't know what the heck you call the thing you have behind you but it's a board that you write on 
Okay. And it's right behind you. Right. So you could easily. No, I said I need a soundboard to have some sort of sound effect to that. Oh, yeah. But you need. I'm not talking about writing. You need a writing board to write it down so you don't forget. (laughs) See, that's where another sound effect could go in. (laughs) I need to do one that says you don't say. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a little irritated with podcasts. The overuse sounds well i don't over i don't have any well i, I know we don't i'm i'm not saying that we do because we don't but i listen to a lot of podcasts yeah they rely on it a little too much it's like halfway through the podcast i want to say come on already Cutie Pie used a soundboard for about a month and then he got rid of it yeah because i'm pretty sure people were saying that soundboard is, an, is irritating yeah, it is because it's the soundboard only has applause an air horn or that wah, 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 wah. Yeah, i don't and like any that's of annoying. those sounds well, unless people are applauding for me, then I like that sound. Right. Okay, so um, I'm going to follow the theme from last week's show and talk about the YouTube channels that I've been watching uh, and some things that you should watch and shouldn't watch on Netflix. All right. So the f- let's start with YouTube. And these are mostly car things. Mm. So you... Probably not. Wife is probably not going to dig them completely. Okay. Um, but the first one is because I'm a huge F1 fan. The F1 channel. Ah, there's a channel. There's a channel. The F1 channel. That's so what you're always watching. That's I what see I'm always F1 watching on all the time. Yeah. So what they're doing something really cool is every few days is they're replaying an old classic race. Oh. So given that I'm a new F1 fan, I've only been following it for a year. Well, a season. I'm not sure it's a full calendar year. <laughs> but I've been following it for a season. So I really only know what's going on. Well, I know what's going on from the 2018 season because of the Netflix show Drive to Survive. Mm. And that's what got me hooked. So then I followed oh, the well, whole. Well, there you go. There's your first recommendation. Netflix Drive to Survive. Well, that's next. well you just spoiled it. So, I'm but you got to go out. with the foundation, <laughs> which is the F1. So the 2019 season, I saw all the way. I saw every race live, which means waking up at four in the morning. Lots of yeah. Weekends. You are insane. Priorities. So every race Insane that's in Eastern priorities. Europe, it's horrible for Pacific time. <laughs> it's horrible for Pacific time because you have to get up at four in the morning because the race is at four thirty for a lot of the races. Yeah. Uh, the races that I like are the U.S., the Canadian, the Mexican, the Brazilian, and the Singapore and China because those are Singapore and China are at night. Okay. Side note, I am a huge football fan, so I get the appeal of watching a, well, a game, in my case, live. I wouldn't really necessarily want to watch a replay or a recorded version of a football game. However, an F1 race doesn't really seem like that big a deal to watch it a couple hours later if you record it. No, yeah, it's, I'm a fan. Yeah, I understand that, but I don't. I don't quite you see have why to you watch have it. to watch it live. I have to watch it live. We do have a recording capable. It's like the fans, the Seahawk fans in Japan that have to get up super early or stay up late at night Yeah. to watch a football game. Well, which I get 
It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing, just different sports. Yeah. So anyway, so anyway, so what they've been doing, what the F1 channel has been doing is replaying really amazing. uh, uh, They've dug into the archives and have been replaying really cool old races. So, for example, yesterday they did the 1996 European Grand Prix. Wow. Which I've so the best F1 racer of all time is a guy named Michael Schumacher. He's a German and he was won the most championships. He's won the most races. He's I believe he's had the most pole positions. So just the he's the Michael Jordan. <laughs> so this particular race was pivotal to him because he, if he had won the race, he would have won a world championship. But he but he didn't. So he mm. crashed. Oh. And then if the person who was second had won it, he would have won the championship, but he didn't either. Oh, he, he, he they had, crashed with each other. No, oh. he had car failure and didn't. So it was and you didn't know who was going to win until the very, very last race. So oh. there was tons of drama. So it was really cool. And given that I'm a new F1 fan and I don't know the history, this it's a great way to go and learn more about the history. So I know more about the old drivers like Alacy and Venvenu and uh, uh, Nigel Mansell. <clears throat> like, I'm starting to learn more about these old-time racers and mm. the old cars, because the cars right now are a hybrid. They're... Like electric they hybrid? Have a, they have a, a they have a, an electric power unit. It's, it's a pretty amazing how these cars work. So okay. there's a... There's an engine, a, a petro-powered engine, but there's some sort of energy transfer that happens when they break that powers a battery that gives them an extra boost when they're going in straights. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, so it's it, they're super high-tech. But before, but this, the, this hybrid era started in 2012, I believe, or 2010, somewhere in there. And before that... They were a mix of V10s and V12s, so they were just big engines. So it's pretty cool to go. Like, they sound totally different. Mm. So it's cool to go back, uh, back. (laughs) You're so enthralled with my conversation. (laughs) Anyway, it's cool to go back and see those old races because the cars look different, which they kind of don't do now. Like, physically, the cars look different. Um and you can really see the driver because he's not cut. Like right now, there's a little piece. There's a piece of uh, carbon fiber that protects the driver's head. That's called a halo. So they're kind of hidden in their cock in their cockpit. I really want to sing the halo song right now. <laughs> <laughs> and the older cars don't have that. Well, anyway, so F1. Um, watch. Go watch that. Just, I mean, they have a bunch of short videos. They're not all two-hour races. So just go check it out. And I don't see how you could not dig okay. watching cars and, going 200 miles an hour. And husband, plug your ears for a minute. F1 drivers are pretty good looking. That's <laughs> all I have to say. They're super <laughs> tiny. <laughs> well, they're young. They're all like 19 to 24 or something. Pretty right? much. The oldest one right now is 40. Oh. And everyone says that he's way, way old. <laughs> they're young. Yeah, they're 19. Uh, one of um, actually the youngest uh, just turned 20. Yeah. Lando Norris, he's from my favorite team. And he's super cute. He's he's, he's a cute kid. Um, he, well, this will segue to the next the next YouTube channel, which is McLaren. So ah. once you get, once you watch F1, 
you'll see oh you'll see all the teams and then my favorite team is the mclaren team Mm. they're not the best team they're in between the fourth and fifth best team but they just have the two most charismatic cool drivers and like really likable um, the best driver right now is a guy named Lewis Hamilton, but he's so social justice warrior. Like it's he's I, super cute. Too, I can't take I it. like him. It's like everything. It's like he's I like him. He's he's just. Yeah, like I don't want to hear 90 percent of what he has to say. <laughs> and he wins all the time. But and, and there's nothing fun about him. And he's older. He's one of the oldest ones, too. He's 35. Oh, <clears throat> OK. So I feel less creepy about thinking yeah. he's attractive but um mclaren has two young drivers one of them is lando norris he's the mm-hmm. cute kid he's and the cute. other one is carlos Sainz, who's a spanish driver oh yeah um and so watch the mclaren youtube channel because they're basically just vlogs i mean uh, there isn't yeah. any fancy editing and there's not nothing fancy is it's that where just... they do the cute like the funny things they play games with each other no that's on the f1 channel oh okay yeah, the, the McLaren channel will just show, like, when they're going, when they're about to go for a lap or a day in the life of. Mm. It's just more behind the scenes of just them. Um, like I said, no fancy editing, no. It's just watching what an F1 driver does before a race and after the race. and So it's really interesting. So check out McLaren. Um, the next car YouTube channel that I watch is Drive Tribe. And Drive Tribe. Drive Tribe is owned by James May, Richard Hammond, and oh. Jeremy Clarkson. So if you love cars, you have to see Top Gear. And for So the former Top Gear guy. Are they former or are they former. current too? Former. No, no more Top Gear? No, it still is, is this exists, but it's other people. Oh, okay. So former Top Gear English dudes have a youtube channel yeah well they own a youtube channel drive tribe they have a, you can own a youtube channel. yeah so they have this youtube channel and jeremy clarkson doesn't do a whole lot on it but james may does oh he does a lot of really, is that the I'm, one where he opens mail yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> i always see you watching him open mail yeah, it's it's I'm not it's, quite sure why this car guy very, sits on a desk and opens mail it's very vloggy and it's kind of oddly sucks you in i know it's because, well because he's so captive james may is so captivating he's pretty funny he's funny yeah james captivating may is, isn't quite the word i would i use, think he's captivating entertaining i could just definitely i could he did on oh we should talk about the, well i should probably add this to this one but anyway so james may did like a seven part series on it's on amazon about japan where oh. he went to japan and went to all the went to different regions and experienced the different cultures of each region, and it is just that. That amazing. Interesting, though. It is. It is so good. Huh. All right. Because he's so James is very and in, he's intellectual, well British, <laughs> but he's not condescending. He's easy to listen to. He doesn't take himself seriously. It's funny. And he's funny. He's mega His witty. Super dry humor, yeah. He's so witty. Um, so yeah. So he has. Uh, it's it's a car show, but they also do a mail, and they also sort of do a blog, a, a vloggy type of. Sh- but again, they're just they're just nice uh, 10, 15 minute shows that you can watch. You'll learn something about a car. Um, so I like it. I really like it a lot. And he also he has this. They have this other channel called Food Tribe where they 
just like they because it's British and they're not known for great food, I guess. <laughs> like one of their uh, one of their videos is the best cheese sandwich. Oh, I love cheese sandwiches. <laughs> and you, yeah, <laughs> right. So so drive tribe. Uh, I would say James does most of the videos, but Richard has been doing. Oh, was more. that the one where they cook? Yeah. Oh, I, saw, I remember you. Yeah. I saw it you was watching funny. that. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, I think I saw that one. They were like making a grilled an cheese egg. sandwich. It was or, an, no, egg sandwich. No, an egg. That's it was right. An egg. Yeah. He was saying who could cook the better oh, egg. Yeah, that was hilarious. It's just funny. That it's was just funny. funny to watch. I agree. So, uh, yeah, so check out Drive Tribe. And we'll have, I'll have uh, links to all of these in the, in the show notes. All right. Uh, the next one is another car-related show, <laughs> and it's Jay Leno's Garage. Oh, yeah. That's been around a while. It's It has. He's had his web show forever, and he has a show on CSNBC. Uh, CSNBC? I don't know. I believe. Uh, so it's a, it, it, he does have a – it is a television show, but the YouTube show is just amazing. I mean, yeah. he films it in his garage. It is pretty cool. I – I mean, I I appreciate cars, so I'm not anti-car. But even for a non-car person, it's because he, he has. I mean, it's Jay Leno for crying yeah, out so loud. He's funny. So he's entertaining, and he's super smart. And he doesn't just do these fancy cars. Like he, yes, he does do the Lamborghinis and the Porsches, mm-hmm. but he also like he did a show on um um in what's his name. That really fat comedian named Fluffy. Oh, yeah. Something Iglesias. Yes. I wanted to say Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> no. Carlos The exact oppi- opposite of Enrique Iglesias. Well, anyway, Iglesias. so this guy, this, this, <laughs> I should know who he is. Yeah, uh, he's funny. That he dude loves, is funny. He loves uh, VW bug vans. Oh, so like well, he did doesn't? A, Those like, are amazing. Like he did a show on that and he's, he's. Uh, he's done really. He's done a lot of shows on all different types of cars, so it's interesting. And I mean, Jay not only collects these cars, but he has a full-on staff that work for him that help repair, maintain, wow, restore. Impressive. Um, restore these cars. Uh, I think Jay Leno. Uh, I want to. I mean, I, thousands. He has thousands of cars. I want to say like he That's has like three thousand cars. cars. That's a lot of fleets. Yeah. So he has a lot. I mean, but then again, he's been collecting these for 40 years. Mm. Um, and it's really interesting to hear him talk. Uh, like when he was a kid, he worked for a gas station, you know, back in the sixties, mm. back when, back when gas stations used to be cool. Oh yeah. Like they were like little service stations. Yeah, Like little service stations. Yeah. You would drive up, run over that cable, the yeah. bell would ring and guys would yeah. come out and wash your windows. <laughs> I never experienced that. But you've seen it. In I've movies. seen it. <laughs> well, there, when I was a kid, there were full service, mm-hmm. but just barely. Yeah. Well, like when I started driving, there was still a full service specified lane, mm-hmm. but it didn't mean anything. Yeah. Is that completely gone now? Is there well, anywhere you can go? In Portland. <laughs> well, no, in well, because well, that's different. Oregon has a yeah. You can't pump your well, own gas. You, yeah. Except for right now, they have suspended that. Oh, have they? So yes. people have to pump their own gas. Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, I don't know if they have to. I think they can. Because if well, they want, who else is going to do it? Minimize contact. I don't know. 
Because in Portland, there's the law that you well, cannot pump your own gas. The state of Oregon, not just Portland. Well, right. So if they don't do it, the customer has to do it. Yeah. Um, yep. Well, right. So he used to work at that type of gas station. Uh, and I think his dad. Uh, and he used to know a dealership. He used to work at a dealership. Oh. Uh, so it's really interesting hearing him talk about cars. So those those are the four car channels that I regularly watch. All right. Um, and then the last one, I'll throw in a fun one in there. And that's Casey Neistat. It's, oh, yeah. he has, Is he still? He's, he does video. He, he doesn't do the vlog anymore. Mm. He'll make a video. So, for example, so uh, Casey did a daily vlog for almost two years. I know. That was crazy. So during this time when you're quarantined, when you're, you can't go anywhere, uh, and you want to watch a bunch of really, because all of his videos were really cool. They were cool. And he sort of set the stage for how YouTube how YouTube and YouTubers mm. created content mm. for a really long time. That's so a good pretty point, much yeah. any YouTuber now has taken mega influence and copied. <laughs> so like if there was a YouTube Academy Awards, they would be like, and I thank Casey Neistat for influencing oh, yeah. me. <laughs> he would win all of them. <laughs> He, they, everyone would say that about him because the cool music, the the yeah. the hover, the the uh, yeah, vlogging yourself on a skateboard. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> doing uh, time lapse, uh, like all of this, uh, Casey did. And Casey is a filmmaker from Connecticut. Lived in New York forever. He's moved out to L.A. And he did a really cool uh, HBO show called The Nice Dad Brothers, where it was pretty much the vlog that they right. did. So they just rec so there's like three or four Nice Dad Brothers, and uh, really, the, there's that many. Yeah. Oh. So this HBO show is just about them moving to New York, setting up a studio. Like I don't think Casey's done anything commercial, as far as movies goes. Like he's done commercials. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and I mean, he's just super big on YouTube. So if you want to just binge watch hundreds, <laughs> hundreds, yeah, <laughs> hundreds of really entertaining 10 to 15 minute YouTube videos, go to Casey Neistat. Um, I really like, I really, I think I've seen every single one of his vlogs. Cause when I <laughs> saw his first few, I went back and saw them all. Oh. I started from the beginning. And they're all interesting. They are. I agree. And he does a lot. And I, you know, I tried to do that. And I don't think I did two in a row. <laughs> well, I don't think I did three in a row. I think I did two videos in a yeah. row. It is so much oh, work. Yeah. It is. Filming all of that, <laughs> editing it in the same day, yep. and then posting it. Like doing that That's why every. You <laughs> and so there's another YouTuber that I watch, Will PewDiePie. Yes. He, but he doesn't go anywhere is the thing. Right. He sits in his studio. Like he sits in his studio, <laughs> and then he doesn't edit his own either. Yeah. <laughs> so um, even though that would still have his own challenges, but Casey was out and about. Yeah. He, had a, he has a family. Yeah. He's a wife and kids. That's crazy. But he would still make a really very, very professional-looking, highly produced mm -hmm. video. Okay, not so highly produced, but... Uh, Good video. Impressive and entertaining. Yeah. So so watch Casey. All right. So those are my YouTube choices. Um, I'll have 
notes to them in I'll have links to them in the show notes. So then next is I, I focused on Netflix this time. Netflix. Oh, so the can very... we do a quick segue into your Netflix? I have a really good segue. Okay. You're looking at me really worried because I didn't tell you I was going to do no. this. No, I'm actually I'm thinking of what that <laughs> wine would taste like with strawberries in it. No. So this is what I'm going to say. I, I just in it. so before we started, I opened a new bottle of wine, but I hadn't quite finished my last glass, so I didn't pour it until just a minute ago. I'm drinking a margarita, by the way. Yeah, that's annoying. Stop it. So, I think, and I don't want to be too over the top here but this might be the best chardonnay i have ever had wow in my entire life where did you get it so i got the chardonnay from our friend of the show crunchy red fruit okay and this is okay well it's not coincidence clearly i got it because they're the friend of the show but oh, wow i am not just saying that because they're a friend of the show because this is amazing so they're doing this three bottle special Seattle Hospitality Worker Relief Fund wine deal. And this is one of the wines that came in here. And it is from Bold Wine Company. And it's a Chardonnay, which, side note, I'm kind of a eh Chardonnay person. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I don't seek it out usually. But it came in the box. This is from California. I also don't regularly drink California wines either, just because I'm a Northwest girl. But this Chardonnay, I have to say, is amazing. It The bottle is super cute. It has a hand with some grapes in it. It's Like I said, it's called Bold Wine Company. And it's Chardonnay, and it is delicious. And it's a little bit buttery. Maybe has a little bit of a lemon, lemon citrus, like citrus lemon kind of thing. Easy drinking, smooth. We're about to have some chicken here in a little well, bit. Well, you're describing that rather professionally. <laughs> well, because, see, I told you this was going to be a really good segue into it what is. you're going to do. Because just last night, we watched a movie on Netflix that you're about to recommend. Yeah, that was a great segue. Thank you, wife. You're welcome. And Cheers. I tasted that. Cheers. That's why I was silent Cheers. for a little bit. It was really good. <laughs> so, yeah, shout out to um, Jackson Robot at Crunchy Red Fruit. I'll, I'll have a link to them as well. Um, he's doing something really, really good with his wine service, and he's a master som. Mm. Well, yes. clearly, clearly, because this is amazing. <laughs> Here, I need another drink. This for is that two out of two bottles out of our three pack shipment. Been that fantastic. Have been amazing. That first one was. I, I don't want to drink anymore because I want it to last. Like I want to drink it all right the second, but I don't I... want to drink it because I want it to last. Because this is amazing. <laughs> So that segues into what you should watch on Netflix. And I suggest you watch Uncorked. And it was really good. It was really good. And actually, I need to tell Jackson about this movie because he loves hip hop. Oh, well, perfect. And it is a if perfect you love combination. Hip-hop and wine, <laughs> this is the movie for you. When uh, Although I most liked the French hip hop. Like that no. that was cool. So you like French Montana? Like Part of this movie takes place in Paris, and they had some French hip-hop, Yeah, which I'm not a big hip-hop yeah. fan, so I have no idea who or what it was, but I liked it. When Jackson was on, I asked him what song he liked so I could do the intro, and he said Biggie Smalls, Hypnotize. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think of that as a wine-drinking song. And he's like, yeah, it is. You know, just sitting back and relaxing and listening. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> so 
Uncorked is about this kid from Memphis whose dad owns a rib barbecue, a barbecue, a barbecue restaurant. Yeah. Passed down generations. Yeah. yeah, It was like his granddaughter, his granddad started it. His dad's been running it. Yeah. And it's the, uh, it's the, how how do you say it? It's the tell, it's the um, age old story of. Your dad oh, wanting yeah. you to be something in the family business, but in the family business, but you found something that you really dig, and your dad's not Wanna super crazy your own about way. it. But your mom loves you anyway, so she's gonna support <laughs> you. She doesn't right. care. So you should just really watch it because it's the story. It's like I said, it's the story of this uh, this kid who developed this love for wine. Yeah, worked at a wine shop, was really knowledgeable, intelligent about it. And the conflict is he wants to be a master sommelier, <laughs> but his dad wants him to take over the barbecue place. Right. So it's between, you know, tasting and recommending wines or find uh, going out and sourcing the proper wood and the proper meat to make the best barbecue right. in Memphis. <laughs> and the the heartstrings are pulled because the mom is initially she's the in remission in remission which we won't give it away <laughs> but i think i just did there's and a cancer element there's a cancer element trigger warning cancer and, it, and what i liked about it was that it didn't it it, it it although you can see how it can be wrapped up nicely in a bow but it doesn't give it to you yeah i yeah it was a solid movie yeah i really liked it, it. was real you should watch it it was enough yeah it was Happy and sad and a little funny. And if you like wine. Did you say real? I didn't. I think it was just. I did. But yes, it it was was. real. It was realistic. Yeah. And I hate the word relatable, (laughs) but it was relatable. It wasn't far fetched or crazy. Like never once did I go. He would not do that. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. It, yeah, realistic is a good yeah. Descriptor. Like this, this, and and I'm glad Netflix got this movie because if it had gone to theatrical release, it wouldn't have. Uh, yeah, it would have gotten lost. Right. So definitely checked out Uncork. It was really really good. Make sure you have some good wine handy. Yeah, you're gonna actually you're gonna want some ribs and <laughs> I know right? a nice Malbec to totally. to drink that way. <laughs> no Barolo. A Barolo. He loved the the his boss loved the Barolos. Um, so the second Netflix recommendation. So this one, I've heard. I mean, this isn't. Uh, plenty of people have already spoken about this, but either you love it or you hate it, and it's Tiger King. <laughs> I loved it. Like, did you say plenty? Did you not mean everyone on social media ever is talking about this? True. No, but I'm saying that they either love it or they hate it. Yeah. It's either you can't stand it and you don't want to watch more than 30 minutes of it, or it's I saw the whole thing in one day. Yeah. It was good. It was entertaining. <laughs> it was it was insane. Insane. Insane it is was the crazy. greatest word I have to say. Bonkers. About it. it was like, how are the what are these people? I know, right? It just keeps getting crazy. It's like, where are they? I mean, Oklahoma, that's where these yeah. people are. But it's like, where are these people? <laughs> And how, like, it's it's just out of this world. It's out of these world bonkers. <laughs> yes. You yes, will, and you know what? So uh, I'll sort of tie into the other thing that I'm going to talk about, which is how to fix a drug scandal. Yeah. So, so far, how to fix a drug scandal 
Granted, I haven't seen it all, but already two episodes are, well, one and a half episodes are redundant. Yeah. It's the same thing. They're just talking about the same thing, just with more words. Not one episode of Tiger King is redundant. (laughs) Right. It's all something new. (laughs) I know. Well, because they do so many (laughs) crazy, ridiculous things. And they each get their own episode. Yeah. There's multiple people involved. (laughs) So, for example, on how to fix a drug scandal, the there's no real cliffhanger that makes you want to see the next episode. Um, that's what the reason we're watching that is because everybody on social media said if you were obsessed with Tiger King, the next thing you have to watch is How to Fix a Drug Scandal. Yeah, well, I think How to Fix a Drug Scandal is boring compared to Tiger yeah, King. Yeah, that's I mean, I do too. Although we keep watching it late at night and I'm falling asleep yeah. by the end. So. Yeah, and and it's like I said, I'm 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 a episode maybe one and a half episodes ahead of you. Yeah. And it's redundant. Oh. Like you could just go on to the next one and you'll be fine. Oh, well, good. That will happen but later. But you can't do that with Tiger King because the cliffhanger <laughs> yes, that they have at I the know. end of every episode, it's like, holy back. mackerel. <laughs> like you weren't paying attention to one and we had to like go way back we, so you back. could catch up. <laughs> oh, and there's so many good memes that are coming from this. I know. Like that the, Hello, hair. You? Oh my gosh. Like, what, the what hair is, and the earrings. You know what's and so the funny? What's what I think is super hilarious about this is that the memes automatically hate Carol Baskin. Yeah, that's they the, don't even know anything that's the about new her. Thing everybody hates Carol Baskin. But you hate her. <laughs> well, okay. Have you seen the meme of the porch for the UPS or the mail delivery? No. And it, the up on so it's a front porch. And up on top on the door, it says, did Carol Baskin kill her husband? And then on the left side, it says no. On the right side, it says yes. And there's a whole pile of UPS <laughs> packages on the yes side. That's funny. Side. <laughs> yeah. I know. You will only get this if you've actually watched right. it. But Which I think even OJ did. She may I or think may not Carol have Bax- killed her husband. Right. <laughs> I think even OJ chimed in on Twitter saying he thinks she did kill her husband. <laughs> well, he should know. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So Tiger King, definitely watch it. We're not going to tell you what it's about. I'm just telling you to watch it. <laughs> I think we kind of just did. No, there's so many twists and turns. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I can't even. There's so many. Although the funniest, actually, the funniest thing that the funniest meme that I've seen from Tiger King is uh, where Joe Exotic says there aren't very many gay people in. <laughs> oh, where does he live? Like Oklahoma, whack, yeah, like <laughs> nah, I don't know, Wackapacky, like Wackapacky, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, and then and then the other half of the meme is so I had to make my own, yeah, because <laughs> Joe Exotic is very gay, yeah, and but he he's, seems to be attracted to straight men, and he has two husbands who aren't gay, <laughs> but somehow convinced them to marry him, yeah. It's hilarious, it's pretty so funny. much, all right, so much crazy. So okay, so we talked about. So, you know, how to fix a drug scandal. Yeah, I mean, it's fine, but... Yeah, we should have watched that first. Our expectations are too it's... high for craziness now. <clears throat> I mean, you don't have to binge watch how to fix a drug scandal, and you can skip a lot of it because they're just going round and round in circles. I mean, something cool must happen because... At the end. A friend of mine told me how great it was, and then, I, of course, social media is out of control saying that's the next great thing. Wow. So there has to be something great that happens okay well so far i'm stay tuned (laughs) i'm like my attention meter is just barely over yeah barely over the stay stay interested 
because there's so much overlap. Um, what was that other thing that we saw? Well, it was like the Ted Bundy documentary. That was a while ago. But uh, half of it was just unnecessary. Oh. It was just so many words. Oh. Words for words sake. That was interesting. That was a while ago, though. I yeah. forgot about it. So, yeah, definitely watch the first one. And, I mean, I guess if you want to see how messed up government can be, I guess, <laughs> that's fine. Although I'm 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 not arguing like I'm arguing the opposite point of what the documentary wants you to think like the documentary wants you to think that if someone who is processing it, the documentary wants you to believe that if anyone in the chain of arresting you to prosecuting you to sentencing you does anything remotely wrong that you should automatically be exonerated of everything that you've been accused of. And I, I, I will, I, that's just not true. Yeah. I, I won't abide by that <laughs> because people are imperfect. And um, just because someone is messed up doesn't mean that you're innocent. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that you didn't do it. And you could go, you, I mean, I've, because of this, how to fix a drug scandal, a lot of people are going back and talking about OJ uh. where even though cops may have made mistakes. The glove don't fit. Right. So the, that's the lawyer mistake, right, of having <laughs> O.J. do it. Yeah. But just because they made those mistakes doesn't mean that O.J. didn't do it. Right. Because O.J.'s blood was everywhere. Well, anyway, watch it, don't watch it, I don't care. Um, so the last, <laughs> the last thing that I'll talk about. And uh, our our chicken is almost ready. All right. So we're gonna have to go soon. And I'm gonna want more of that chardonnay. That are. is delicious. Um, the last thing that I want to talk about is what not to watch. Oh. And this is a completely unfounded suggestion. But do not watch <laughs> Coffee and Kareem on Netflix. I don't even know what that is. It so is, I probably will not watch it. It is the although now you've made me curious, so now I'm gonna go look for it. So now it might have the opposite effect. So it is a movie. Oh, it's with, a movie. Yeah, it is a movie with Ed Helms. Okay. Who was in the office and was in The yeah. Hangover? Yeah, I like and him. And it's just so far so good. Just dumb. He's a cop. He has a girlfriend. The girlfriend has a son named Kareem. Ah. So so not Abdul Jabbar? No. No. This just don't this looks idiotic. Huh. Just don't watch it. You just whole... pull this out of the air and say, "Hey, here's a movie that looks stupid yeah, well, that no, I haven't because, seen because that Netflix I been don't is, want is, anyone Netflix to Netflix is mega suggesting this, suggesting oh. this, but it's just the I just like no, it's just it's just so dumb. Huh. Like every the dumbest Adam Sandler movie is still better than this one. So no, so don't watch Coffee and Kareem. Ed, like if I don't see another movie with Ed Helms, I'm okay. All right. He peaked. He peaked at Hangover. Maybe. Like he's no. not. He's not funny. I thought he did some others that were funny. Like that I can't. I know you're gonna say that, and I said I was can't think of off the top of my head. I feel like I've seen a couple movies with him that were funny. I don't know. I don't care right now, because I'm ready to go eat my chicken with my Chardonnay. Before you drink it all. Oh, he was in the girl next door. Hmm. Yeah, so don't watch that. All um, right. 
You know, even we Hangover 2 and 3 that. are stupid. No, I like Hangover. There's a 3? Yeah. Did we see the 3? Yeah, well, I did. Oh. It was stupid. Huh. I think 2 was funny. Mm. I don't think I remember 3. Yeah, because they it was just a money grab. Oh. They couldn't have gotten better with... Our chicken is beeping. Oh. You couldn't have gotten better with, uh, with Hangover 1. Well, anyway, so those are my choices. Watch them, don't watch them. All right. Watch them. I say watch the YouTube. <laughs> watch Tiger King. Uh, watch Uncork, definitely. Oh, yeah. That's good. So do those. Eh, Have some good wine. How to fix a drug scandal. Eh, it gets a meh. All right. Pass on Coffee and Kareem. That's, leave it that title. Okay. They made that yeah, title that before. Yeah, that title is stupid. Like, I'm with you on the title. Like someone was on full-on LSD trip, <laughs> came up with the title well, Coffee yes. and Kareem. On principle alone for that title. It's like I do like the stupid. racial humor, but uh, poorly. Yeah. It's like, okay, I don't want to see poorly executed because I have his name it. Coffee? Yeah. Oh, is it like C-O-F-E-Y no. or something? No. C-O-F-F-E-E. Huh. Okay, that's weird. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so watch that. Uh, and then uh, support our sponsors, Crunchy Red Fruit and Rancho Bravo Tacos. They are now on DoorDash, and you can now order by phone. So that's convenient. Here, let me give you the phone numbers. I got to do this quickly. My chicken is burning. <laughs> uh, you can order by phone on from their Capitol Hill location at 206-322-9499 and Wallingford at 206-632-0593. That information will be in the show notes. So thank you for listening, and we'll be back. I think I'm going to do one more of these right. of what to watch and what not to watch. And also follow my podcast yes, at realityhappyhour.com or on Instagram at realityhappyhour. Right now it's just 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days, but who knows because it's reality happy hour. I it think we have go to do a anywhere. Tiger. We have to rewatch Tiger King and do an, uh, an in-depth about that. Possibly might be a Tiger King. We'll <laughs> see about that. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Check out the show notes, support the sponsors, and we'll be back with another watch this or don't watch this. Mm -hmm. eh. Cheers. Adios.